0: back to Novel Gaming, a podcast about video games and books with airy, gentle chimes of other Ooh, pop culture.
1: I'm Doug.
0: I'm Katie. And that was a strange way of making the PlayStation 4 boot up sound because we're talking about the PlayStation ah, 4 today.
1: Nice. Nice. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I was trying
1: to figure that out. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I know. It's it's really hard to encapsulate what that sound is to describe yeah. it. So that's the best I could do. <laughs> but uh, we figured since the PlayStation 4 is celebrating its 10th birthday this upcoming November, which is kind of wild. And since it's probably nearing the end of its era, we thought it'd be nice to do an episode dedicated to it.
1: Uh, but yeah. before
0: we hit that... PS button do you want to <laughs> check in on what we're reading watching and thinking about
1: what if I was like nah no I'm good <laughs> I'm let's good.
0: just get to it
1: <laughs> no, of course I do
0: <laughs> so what you been uh what you been reading
1: okay so I start I I just started reading this book so I'm only maybe like 10% of the way in nice. um but I started reading this book called Get ready for this. Okay. (laughs) Murder Your Employer, The McMaster's Guide to Homicide by Rupert Holmes. (laughs) Uh, I'm so intrigued. It's it's fiction, just to clarify right off the bat. (laughs) That's good. Um, It is a book that I found when I was trying to find read-alikes for Lavender House. Ah. Um, And I will say this, all the books I wanted to read are on hold right now (laughs) so this was like kind of far down the list but uh you know i was very intrigued by the title um and it called itself a mystery and a thriller and you know a humorous book so i was like okay you know what i'll give you a shot yeah Um, and then today i learned that it is written by i guess the guy who wrote and performed and got famous for the pina colada song
0: what like if you like pina colada coladas getting caught in the rain
1: yeah yeah like escape parentheses the piña colada song
0: (laughs) damn i'm so so now more intrigued by this book
1: it did make me much more interested to be honest because i haven't gotten far enough in to like really decide like am i into this or not Mm -hmm. um i'm also listening to it and it is read by neil patrick harris um which is interesting
0: (laughs) so many random things about this book
1: it's so strange. Uh basically like the premise is that Neil Patrick Harris, well, not no I'm saying this like <laughs> it's a TV show. The the main character of the book, who I guess Neil, is Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris, Harris um <laughs> like decides to like murder his abusive employer, right? So okay. um so that's kind of where it starts and he and this is all like very very early on fails at doing so. Um, and then is then, like, for some reason that I'm not quite sure of yet, is, like, recruited to go to essentially, like, a uh, conservatory for, like, murdering people. <laughs> like, I don't really know, like, why mm. it exists yet or, like, why there's a school for murdering. Um, but that's <laughs> that's about what I know so far. <laughs> and okay. It's all, like, a very, like, dry, dark Sort of humor, um, so I, I'm not sure what to make of it quite yet. But I am currently reading a book called "Murder Your Employer."
0: <laughs> yeah, don't tell anyone at your place of employment that you are reading this
1: book. I mean, I work <laughs> at a library, so no one's going to bat an eye. <laughs> They're just going to be like, "Oh, tell me about the book." <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote it? Oh, wow!
0: <laughs> and it's and it's fiction, right?
1: And it is fiction. <laughs> Yeah, really strange thing to have sort of uh, come across, but it's not like his first book or anything. And he's he's, you know, I think he's got Tony Awards for having written theater, like like stage mm-hmm. works and stuff like that. So I am definitely more interested knowing kind of what Rupert Holmes has done than I was maybe when I started the book. So. Um, it's enough for me to stick it out even though i'm very very confused
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i like the pina colada song so
1: yeah i wonder if there will be any sort of reference to it
0: <laughs> i there's gotta be someone's gotta be drinking a pina colada or getting yeah. caught in the rain right yeah maybe both or
1: reading the classifieds or not, were yeah. they called
0: classifieds i don't know in papers yeah
1: for like right? dates and stuff
0: i I think so because I think the classifieds Hmm. was a section um, in the newspaper that would be like
1: jobs or
0: and things to sell. Yeah, yeah, and uh, people bought ads to do whatever they wanted with them.
1: All kinds of things. Yeah. So uh, that's a book I'm reading, and hopefully I'll have like an update for you in a you know a week or two. That's just like it was great. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My fingers are crossed. (laughs) And I I think maybe I'm supposed to be. So maybe it's successful.
0: Yeah. I mean, mystery books, I feel like er, you got on it from a murder mystery.
1: It says it's a mystery. I'm not sure what the mystery would be considering the attempted murder happens at the jump. Right. But who knows? The mystery is the whole book. What if a murder happens at the murder school?
0: I mean, I feel like that's pretty likely if that's what the school's purpose is for, right?
1: <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. yeah. So TBD oh. on the final verdict here. But uh, what are you? What are you reading?
0: Yeah. So I, um, I started reading our next book club pick. Ooh. So I'm not gonna talk really about it. Stay tuned to our next episode where we talk about it. Um, (laughs) But uh, so I started reading. Is it Scourge? Scourge? How do you pronounce that?
1: I would say Scourge.
0: The Scourge Between Stars by Ness Brown, which I am very excited. I'm not super deep into it, um, but I'm very excited to get deeper into it and uh, read it with you there's uh the cover is pretty fun and it also says up in the top left of the cover don't open the door <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know i can't wait to figure out what that's in reference to because i feel like looking at the cover I, I i'm not sure what that could mean yeah Other like the, than it just do not seem... open the door right it feels like uh it feels like a, a horror sci-fi type quote but yeah but it looks stay tuned yeah can't wait to find out <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's what i'm reading so um, nice. we'll talk more about that next time
1: hell yes yeah
0: well uh what about watching stuff what sorts of things are you watching
1: i finally watched the super mario brothers movie oh have you seen that
0: no how was it it seems like it would be fun
1: it was fun it's weird i was really uh curious about it it wasn't like I mean, it's an animated movie, so I was like going to see it at some point anyway, but I wasn't like going out of my way to see it in a the theater or anything just to kind of like, you know, give a metric to how interested I was, I guess. Right. Um, so I, I just recently watched it like, I don't know, maybe like a couple days ago. And I remember seeing like kind of all sorts of reactions to it, like a pretty wide variety um some people sort of being like oh my god that was amazing some people being like that was fine and then a couple people that i really sort of respect being like that movie was so bad and i'm so disappointed so like i had no no idea what i was getting into um, but i kind of get why the reactions are all over the place because it's a really really straightforward uh with a couple like details that are i guess kind of unexpected just like mario needs to save someone and beat Bowser's story. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's really not like it is what it, it claims to be very straightforwardly. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but it's also like fast as fuck. It just starts and Mm. never stops. Like there's no real ups and downs. There's just like go. So it's a really wild movie, but it's gorgeous. Mm. Um, and it's full of like fun Mario stuff. So it is, it is really fun. If you're not looking for like your super Mario brothers movie to be groundbreaking cinema (laughs) which right. I don't know why anyone walked in with it with that expectation. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's not going to like blow your mind or or I think disappoint you or should disappoint you.
0: Right. Well, that's good. Yeah. It, seem, it seems like it'll be fun. So I'm glad to hear that it is.
1: Yeah. And just freaking gorgeous. It looks so good. I, I don't know why I was so surprised, but it l- really looked amazing.
0: Yeah. I mean, the trailers and commercials and stuff for it looked pretty good so it's probably i mean it is it is kind of wild because like we have mario video games especially nowadays which are like pretty beautiful but it's done in a different style um though it's like obviously readable right like you know who the characters are but it's just different
1: i think that's what got me right because like Yeah, that's such a good point. Like Mario Odyssey looks good and Mario Galaxy looks good. Um, And even like the upcoming games that they recently announced, which I will want to talk about at some point, Mm -hmm. um, look really good. So I think I just was kind of expecting it to be in the same sort of vein or similar style. Um, Mm -hmm. But it really is made like a sort of modern CG animated movie by a large studio. Like it's really it's really beautiful and stunning. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I mean. I recommend it if you're just looking for, like, fun Mario stuff. Yeah. And there's almost certainly going to be another one, so I'm sure that'll do something unexpected. I mean, that would
0: be cool, right? Have the first movie be exactly what you expect, kind of classic Mario stuff, and then the next one. Put a little twist on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you'll have to let me know if you end up watching it.
0: Yeah, I definitely will.
1: Video game movie adaptations, you know?
0: Did did we ever talk about did you ever watch the old Mario like the 80s live action one
1: I actually have not which is kind of <laughs> criminal because Bob Hoskins is in it and I love him
0: <laughs> I also feel like you would just love the vibe and weirdness of the movie
1: I think it's good that I didn't watch it before now because I feel like now I would enjoy the weirdness of the movie but I feel like if I had watched it in like high school or college I would have been like this is trash you know what I mean yeah
0: yeah I know, at least for me, everything had to be meaningful and deep when I was in high school, so.
1: Yeah, I didn't understand uh, camp or irony or just, like, not having expectations. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so. Nice. When was the last time you watched it? Have you watched it recently?
0: No, it was probably in the early 2000s, Uh, so i could do with the rewatch too
1: yeah i'll have to see uh i'll have to see if it's it's almost certainly not streaming anywhere (laughs) yeah Uh, we'll
0: have to find a dvd i'm sure we
1: can find it Yeah. yeah well what are you watching if not the uh the 90s mario movie
0: yeah. <laughs> um, I am watching something that has a similar amount of camp, uh, and that is RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10.
1: Oh, <laughs> you hit the landmark season number 10.
0: Yes. Uh, tens, oh, my God. I just Tens, tens across the board. Boy, yeah.
1: What? I, well, I just remembered that, how that season opens, which yeah. is like the walk with all the queens and stuff like all yeah. the returning queens and i think yeah. like kimchi nearly getting knocked over or something yeah, or was people maybe it was Jinx, into the
0: audience know. it might have been multiple <laughs> i think there might have been multiple
1: you know no pressure catwalk no yeah. big deal
0: it's light right no big deal
1: <laughs> yeah well what do you what do you what do you think of it
0: I'm enjoying it so far. I am uh, nine episodes deep. So I just watched Breast World. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about Breast World. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. So I'm enjoying it. And I uh, am digging like most of the queens um, Mm -hmm. on the season. Um, I think I watched... At least the start of this season, because I remember the uh, Vanjie, G. but um,
1: Vanjie.
0: Yep, and then how it it comes up every so often, which I love. But (laughs) to the point I'm at now, I have not. I had not seen this before, Um, so it's been interesting like seeing some of the people who I know now outside of it, like Monet mm-hmm. uh, oh, is yeah. on this season and so it's been cool to like see her do her thing in there. Mm-hmm. and I was surprised by a lot of things like the um Eureka vixen stuff oh, uh, yeah. was very intense. So there's, there's been a lot that has happened in this, and I'm very interested to see kind of where it all goes.
1: Yeah, I feel like season nine and season 10, and, and maybe season 11 even, like I feel like that little stretch are seasons that there's no like consensus on like, oh, one of these is like uh, amazing. Like I feel like there are stretches of drag race, like four, five, six, seven, eight. Like that was a stretch where people are like, that's like really great drag race. And then there's mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, or just like seasons that people kind of like agree are like the top tier ones. I feel like none of the ones that you're in the stretch of are necessarily considered that or weren't at the time, but all produced like pretty amazing Queens and like, yeah. ama- or like elevated amazing Queens. They obviously already were, were there. Um, but like elevated some amazing Queens who've gone on to do amazing things. And like, when you look back on them all had kind of like iconic moments, like, it's interesting. I don't feel like their se- their seasons people refer to as iconic, but they're full of iconic stuff.
0: Yeah, and I re- I mean I like the queens so far. Mm-hmm. Like I really like Monet. Um, I also really like Miss Cracker. Uh, yeah. There's not one that I like actively dislike. So yeah. I'm surprised to hear that people weren't as hot for these one for this season I mean, as others.
1: It's- I don't think anybody like hated it or anything. I think 9 maybe got like like heat and 10 was like fine and like every season's going to have like people who champion it. I just don't remember necessarily people as they were watching it being like, "Oh man, this is the one. This is yeah. it," you know. Well,
0: there was a moment cuz I mean this came out a while ago. There was mm-hmm. a moment where they were doing the share unofficial musical.
1: That, that one musical. was good. I yeah. like that.
0: And like in it I saw Cause when they're practicing, you don't see them in costumes. So they come out and the are in a fucking native headdress, and I'm like, oh no, didn't we know this (laughs) by this point? And then they like make it about cultural appropriation and like name it and everything. I was like, oh thank god. Uh, Still an interesting choice, but like Mm -hmm. I appreciate that a lot more than I think earlier seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race did not acknowledge some of that when it was happening on the show.
1: For sure. I mean, even that, like, specific example, like, I distinctly remember, like, Raja wore, like, a huge headdress at one, like, yes. native headdress at one point. Um, and, and everybody, myself, probably included, were like, whoa, like, yeah. go off, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely changed, like, pretty greatly. I mean, I will say of those three, like, tens probably, not even probably, like, by far the one that stands above, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, maybe it's time- Oh, man, you're making me want to rewatch I did a rewatch of some of the, like, earlier ones, probably up through, like, eight, but I haven't rewatched hmm. uh, sort of what I guess is now becoming, like, m- the middle seasons.
0: Yeah. It's so. kind of wild it's been on this long. One of the... Oh during God. one of the, like, mini-challenges in the beginning, it was, like, say something to make RuPaul want to slap you, and Aquaria <laughs> was like, I was born in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: so good is yeah. that where rupaul like accidentally actually, actually slaps, slaps asia
0: asia yep yep and then <laughs> because of that like rupaul brings asia back and is like slap aquaria for me <laughs> Right.
1: <laughs> uh
0: Asia was like before that happened. This is about to be Asia Harris yep, Drag yep. Race.
1: I remember so that. Good. Oh, that's so good. So many yeah. amazing queens from that season. Yeah, they oh, really so are. So good. So good. <laughs> yeah. So that's oh, what I've been. That's watching. so much fun.
0: It Lots is of fun. good drag stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, we're not watching it yet, but we will be watching it absolutely. Uh, And we'll have watched it by the time this episode drops. But speaking of drag... Hell yes. uh, Dungeons and Drag Queens on Dimension 20 drops the night we are recording this. And I can't wait to watch it. I'm so excited. Um, And also because I love that they are doing this. Um, If you are excited for Dungeons and Drag Queens on Dimension 20, don't forget that there are other uh, campaigns of Dungeons and Dragons... Oh my god! Okay, that motorcycle is very excited about Dungeons and Drag Queens too. <laughs> but there, there are other, uh, other like long running Dungeons and Drag Queens campaigns that I believe you can watch. So,
0: yeah, uh, if you like
1: this taste of it, go find those as well.
0: Hell yeah! I can't wait. So pumped. Yeah, I know. I'm like, should I stay up really late tonight and watch it? Maybe.
1: I shouldn't, but I probably will. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's the better phrasing of it. Should yeah. I? No. Will I? <laughs> oh man yeah well aside from uh the amazing dungeons and dragons that we are going to watch um is there other stuff that you're thinking about
1: i can't stop thinking about the super mario brothers wonder trailer oh yeah it looks so good it does
0: little elephant i can't wait or big elephant Mario, i should say
1: oh oh, elephant mario (laughs) so good so good yeah. But it just looks like such a cool game. Like I I'm not tired of the new Super Mario Brothers format, but I I I guess people are or were. Um mm-hmm. so I'm glad that this is something that like mixes it up and in a way that feels intentionally very unexpected. It just mm-hmm. looks like so much fun. And it really is like people have, have done like plenty of like side-by-side zoom type stuff to be like this might like at first glance just looks look like a new super mario brothers remix but like it's really not like they really have like a whole new sort of vision for this it just is the new side scroller you know
0: hell yeah i know i'm, I'm so pumped. excited i usually play all the mario stuff that comes out mm-hmm. uh, i play the 3d stuff By myself generally. But then Mm -hmm. my partner really likes the two D ones. And so we usually have a lot of fun playing that. So I'm really excited. I hope there's online stuff, because I would also love to play with you. Because I feel like Mario is such a fun game to play with people. Yeah, Uh, for sure.
1: Uh,
0: Fingers crossed. Pumped for that. Yeah. It should be good.
1: Yeah. What about what about you? Are you thinking about anything?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you mentioned that there were Mario stuff. I'm also kind of excited. I know we didn't get much of it, but the Peach game.
1: Oh, yeah. I can't wait to find out what that is.
0: I wonder if it's going to be like a spiritual successor or straight up successor to the Peach game that's on the DS, um, which I play and enjoy. I haven't beaten it yet, but I'm like a little bit in uh, but that's like a pretty fun thing and i always you know i appreciate when a peach gets to have a little agency and oh my god oh i almost forgot oh. the fucking super <laughs> mario rpg remake Duh! oh my gosh
1: i'm so I'm excited i'm so excited that's gonna I be like, so good
0: recently played the old one but you know what nice. i'm so excited for the new one i will play <laughs> it right again oh, yeah so good
1: yeah no, that was wild. I was not expecting... I mean, I guess I wasn't expecting anything. It's not like I was, like, tracking rumors or anything leading up to right. that Direct. But it just... I was so surprised and pleasantly so. I was like, this looks yeah. so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I... It actually is on the Switch SNES online. So I was like, cool. I'm happy with that. I've got it there. Yeah. I have that, like, Super Nintendo Classic. I will play Super Mario RPG whenever I want to. And then... Yeah. I was like, Amen. so fucking pumped for this remake. <laughs> and like, it looks, it looks great. And it looks, yeah, it looks like the old game, but just like smoother.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really does. It's, 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 uh, you know, sometimes when they just sort of like rebuild something from the ground up, it's sort of like, okay, like you didn't really do anything to it that excites me. This one looks so straightforwardly. A remake but somehow like really beautiful at the same time yeah i don't know what it is maybe it's just because like that particular game is so unique in that it's like this i don't know what that camera angle is called i know there's a name for it <laughs> is it isometric um, yes yes that specific like isometric camera angle and the fact that everything is 3d but like not really i think mm-hmm. makes this work perfectly because then they can actually build it in 3d uh, and it looks fresh, even though it is pretty one for one.
0: Yeah, I'm pumped.
1: Yeah, it looks so good. Ah, really great direct. I, I There was so much in there that I was like, damn, I want to quit my job and just play video games for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean, I'm going to play video games for the rest of my life. It'd be amazing if I could quit my <laughs> job and just, and just play video games. <laughs> I know. Gosh. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. So. As a reminder, we are uh, going to start chatting about the PlayStation Four, uh, which originally came out in November of 2013 in North America, which I still can't believe is ten, almost ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though it's nearing, you know, ten years old, and the you know, newest console generation, PlayStation Five, is out ps4 is still kind of being actively supported and still has some new games coming out on it at least Mm -hmm. at the time uh that we're recording this i still play stuff on my playstation 4 uh 10 years later
1: still my primary like home console like just tabletop console
0: yeah I mean, 10 years is a long time. You're still playing it. But do you remember much about the launch of the PlayStation 4? And did you get
1: one close to it? Uh, I remember very vividly. And I got a launch console.
0: Oh, (laughs) shit. Tell me more.
1: I uh, well, it's a it's a checkered story. Um, Uh I distinctly remember watching the like launch announcement or like the announcement of it. Um, mm-hmm. and I actually, here's a fun, cool thing I did. Uh, I rewatched <laughs> it yesterday. <laughs> oh, um, cause I was like, funny. I bet I don't really remember this. And I remembered like all of it. I remember damn, like, I, 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 don't have a great memory, but for some reason, I remember this vividly. I remember like where I was sitting, what I was doing, um, all this sort of stuff. And, uh, and yeah, I decided like, you know what? I'm going to get one at launch. I mean, this was the first PlayStation console, that I sort of anticipated as an adult where I would Mm -hmm. be the one buying my own PlayStation because PlayStation three came out when we were in high school. Yeah. Um, And it was, I I remember the hubbub around the PlayStation three, but I don't remember the launch. I wasn't paying attention to the news. It wasn't as easy to watch a live stream or a video announcement of like them talking about the PlayStation three as it was the PlayStation Um, four. So it really was kind of like the first console that I just like, was full-on in for the hype over. Um, And uh, I will say, not as thrilling on a (laughs) rewatch. So much of it is just, like, technical specs and them talking about, like, how it was built, like, with developers and with developers in mind and why that mattered and all the cool things that, like, developers were excited about that mean, like, just nothing to me. Yeah. Yeah. but, you know, it was an interesting little time capsule into, like, what everybody thought was important in sort of appealing to an audience about a console. And that was still power. Like, it was still power. And and you could kind of just see that they were only beginning to realize that that conversation might change but they still hadn't fully changed yet right like i don't think that when they were talking about the ps5 uh 85% of the conversation was like look how powerful it is on the inside <laughs> you know right uh, even yeah. though that's obviously a component of it
0: interesting yeah i don't really remember <laughs> the launch <laughs> and i think i think i like waited a little bit Mm -hmm. to get the console because I remember where I was working and I remember like finding somebody who I worked with to sell my PlayStation 3 with and I Mm. think they came like into my working environment in 2014 like late 2014 so I think I got mine late 2014 early 2015 gotcha um, yeah cuz i i do not remember cuz a lot of that based on what you're saying it doesn't surprise me that i didn't pay attention as much to it
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it it i think like uh i was aware that there was like a big stream you know cuz i was watching it like live but mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean it's not like i was watching it with anybody or like texting with anybody about it so i don't know necessarily like that it was uh you know like a big social thing for us to do necessarily to watch it but
0: yeah because i think was the the playstation 3 like towards the end of its life got trophies the playstation 4 launched with trophies i feel like
1: i think by the time the ps4 launched it is a requirement for uh, like games of a certain maybe all games but i think certain games like it's required you have to have trophies
0: Yeah. Because I remember that being a thing that I was like excited about, even though I'm no trophy Mm -hmm. hunter, like our, our friend and former co host, you know, co founder Vicky. uh, (laughs) She is like, amazing when it comes to getting those trophies, but I still get a little thrill from them. Uh, So I remember being excited about how that was a thing that was on this from the start.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was definitely a piece of it. And then like, Not just that trophies were there, but that like everybody, like you could share that with people. Like the other piece of the launch that was such a big deal for them that they really kind of like touted was like, yes, it's powerful. And yes, it's going to be so good for developers to make powerful, awesome games. Look at this like demo reel of awesomeness was the fact that they were leaning towards like social gaming Yeah, uh, because PS4, they just talked about being the first sort of like easy casual online gaming not casual gaming but like casually being online gaming system they had because ps3 could do it but i didn't play that much online with my ps3 because it you know like it wasn't as seamlessly woven into the experience as it was with ps4 and that generation onward into the future you know yeah so like the share button they spent so much time talking about the share button
0: Yeah, (laughs) that everybody totally uses all the time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the social aspect, the playing online, I feel like knowing you were getting a PlayStation 4 Mm -hmm. and knowing... Vicky was getting a PlayStation Four, or already had had one um, similar to you. Was like a decide because every generation, I'm always like, should I go like PlayStation Four? Should I go Xbox One? Mm -hmm. Right? I every generation, I'm like, should I get a PS Five or should I get an Xbox Series S? Right? Um, Nice job
1: remembering what that one's called.
0: (laughs) I I hesitated for a second. I won't even deny it. Um, and a large factor in me continuing to get playstation systems is the fact Mm -hmm. that you and vicky continue to get playstation systems yeah because you're the people i play games with and so i feel Mm -hmm. like you getting one and vicky getting one i was like well i should get one too then so we could play together
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i'm glad you did because we played plenty on it yeah Um, real quick side note I've never owned an Xbox, but mm. did you see that they are releasing like a Barbie edition Xbox?
0: <gasps> what?
1: And I was no. like, I think maybe I'm about to get my first Xbox. <laughs> 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 like this hot bubblegum pink Xbox with like various controller faceplates that are all Barbie Hell themed. Yeah. Of course, I want that.
0: Damn, that sounds amazing. I'm gonna. I know. I'm gonna Google that.
1: <laughs> it looks incredible. Other consoles should follow suit. I know. Give us bold, I know. bold pink colors, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bring back bold colored consoles. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, you said you got your console at launch. Do you still have mm-hmm. your original console?
1: Well here's a fun story. Yes, I do, <laughs> but also I have another PS4 because my launch console bricked.
0: <laughs> I remember that, which I felt a little bad asking this question, but
1: no, that's okay. I'm I uh, am happy to talk about it uh, because uh, it's 10 years later I've healed. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I got a launch console and it worked for a little bit and then it bricked um and there was this whole big drama where i was trying to get it you know replaced or fixed or whatever and somebody said my warranty was up and i was like defeated and then honestly it was probably you or vicky was like you should really like double check and so then later i checked again and they were like oh no actually your warranty wasn't up when you called us the first time but like now it's up and i was like fuck so then i just didn't have a ps4 for a while and then got one when the slim launched so i probably Mm. i got a ps4 at launch probably played it for like six months and so i played some of those launch titles and stuff um but then probably didn't have one for like a year and a half or whatever yeah. that time between uh those would have been uh, but just... it's still in a closet doing nothing i don't know yeah. what to do with it i feel weird throwing it away but it's like literally doing absolutely nothing <laughs> yeah yeah should sell it for parts
0: (laughs) yeah that like makes i know you've healed and i'm glad you've healed but that hearing that again makes me a little mad because you like called in the warranty and they told you the wrong thing so they should have honored their mistake and given you a playstation 4 to replace the broken one
1: But that's how dedicated I am. I bought a PS4 twice. (laughs) Yeah. Shoot. That's how much I love you, PlayStation, okay? (laughs) Do you still have yours? Because I know you have a PS5 now. I don't know, like, how long you hold on to older consoles.
0: Yeah. Uh, So my PlayStation 3 I sold when I was getting the PlayStation 4, but I still Mm -hmm. have my PlayStation 4. Um, Nice. Yeah, because I... um, I did a little work on it and so I updated my storage um, which was like the first time I've never built a computer I I can like insert a micro SD card into my Nintendo switch but like to update the memory (laughs) I know watch out. (laughs) <laughs> to update the memory on the PlayStation 4, like, I had to get special tools, and it, like, was this <laughs> process for me, um, yeah. and I felt very cool doing it. So, I, I normally, like, do end up, you know, giving these older consoles to people in my life or something, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I will, because I, like i've had that for a long time uh and yeah. i did work on it which i don't normally do to any of the things that i buy i just kind of usually buy as is and leave yeah. it as is um, yeah, it's like so. extra
1: investment in it you know what i yeah. mean yeah like,
0: that makes sense to me yeah yeah so. i also
1: feel like more than like most other consoles I, you know, you you Vicky and I have talked about like how this podcast started as a result of us playing games together online, and how that started. That really did start with like the PS Four, like because I think we started with Neverwinter, which we definitely played on PS Four. So, um, so yeah, I mean, like even if you know I didn't do anything to my PS Four, but I still feel like uh, I will. I feel like I'm just gonna want a ps4 around because it has sentimental value
0: exactly <laughs> like of like i mean we've been friends since before the ps4 yeah, but totally. like i feel like the playstation 4 gave us a way to connect regularly and now we hang out and talk every week and i yeah. like really value that and i value that aspect of our relationship and friendship and the playstation 4 was the thing that like launched it uh yeah. so
1: it sounds so corny but it's true and like if they could only hear us saying this <laughs> at like yeah. after being like this is our our best social you know, oriented console ever. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah you, it you actually was. nailed it. Yeah, it <laughs> you worked. actually kind of nailed it. <laughs> it worked. And like Vicky and I have done, um, like share, nah, it's not called, is it called share play? I think like, it is called will- share play. Yeah. Where you like take over or like you help. That was a big thing. I remember them talking about was like, oh, if you can't get, you know, past a certain point in your game your friend can take over for you and help you out uh or yeah. like show you how it's done like i know vicky and i have definitely done stuff like that not a ton but like we've played with it um and i've shared things from my i know yeah i don't use the share button as much as they thought i would but like <laughs> i share stuff from my my playstation like it's funny too <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah i i think that you know you did good with the PlayStation yeah. 4. You kind of delivered they on your promises.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they got it. They realized yeah. it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Were there any other like standout memories of the PlayStation 4 or your time with it? Neverwinter um, was the big one that, like, yeah, was for me.
1: Yeah, Neverwinter is a big one just because we played it so much, which is still wild to me because we never knew what we were doing. And um, we never
0: we paid p- any money for it.
1: No, we <laughs> never paid any money for it. We never knew what was going on. Um, and we certainly never finished it uh, and have <laughs> no desire seemingly to ever go back to it. No. Um, but it was so nice because it was a way to just like do something all together and mm-hmm. um, But that was all online. I also have a very fond memory of you coming to visit me once uh, and basically being like, hey, you should play this game called Stardew Valley. I think you would like it. And then us actually just sitting on the couch while I played Stardew Valley for the first time uh, and then subsequently dumped hundreds of hours into it. And I know that's not like a ps4 exclusive or anything um but that was i mean that is a favorite ps4 memory of mine uh, because it was like very old school like here's a game i think you should i think you'll like it you should play it if it weren't for the fact that we got it from the library it feels like you would have just handed me your copy to borrow you know what i mean (laughs) like it was that same vibe
0: yeah yeah uh that was really fun Sardu valley god what an amazing game and the playstation 4s you know where i found it too and then yeah. i remember during that trip to i think you introduced me to rayman legends maybe
1: oh interesting cuz i would call you the 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 champion of the, like between the two of us of that series or that game
0: oh i mean um, i fucking love it and i will tell everybody <laughs> to play it and i will want i wish they added an online component to that cuz that would be sick i know
1: because well, uh, i think we can you play there is there couch co- no i
0: there is couch no there is a, that's how we there
1: played is, it okay i was trying to remember weekend. like did we just like pass the controller or did we play it together <laughs> i was trying to remember yeah um but yeah it's it's weird what games don't have online play yeah um especially given how easily they could do it console wise i'm sure it's like hard on the development end um, yeah. but that would be a really good one to to be able to play online for sure
0: yeah Uh, oh memories
1: memories
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll just insert the soundtrack for cats now
1: oh yeah everyone's favorite
0: (laughs) yeah uh i feel like you mentioned you mentioned launch titles which i feel like some were i don't remember what were the i want to say like a ratchet and clank but i don't know if that's true
1: no, I don't think Ratchet and Clank was launched, but one of I mean the big sort of, like at, at the that announcement, one that they were like super proud of was Knack. Do you remember Knack?
0: No, but I remember you and uh Vicky <laughs> talking yeah. about NAC.
1: I was excited because it was by the guy the guy who was like the lead console architect is a guy who worked on crash bandicoot like integral like an integral part of not just like guy who worked on of crash bandicoot and um jack and daxter and ratchet and clank and i was like you're speaking my fucking language so like Mm -hmm. let's go knack you know and it got a sequel but i was kind of shocked because i i feel like people were underwhelmed with it but that was like one of their big ones and then there was a kill zone game i i Ah. remember what's so funny is i remember watching that announcement and being like i'm gonna get into kill zone (laughs) I'm gonna go I'm gonna get Killzone one I never got Killzone and two I never got into Killzone just at all (laughs) so it was like so funny being so excited and like for five months being like I'm gonna get Killzone and then just never got Killzone (laughs) amazing a (laughs) Um, true gamer I know right Uh, turns out Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag was a launch title oh I did not realize that until yesterday when I was looking yeah I mean
0: there's I'm sure there's lots of good ones but that's i think my favorite
1: yeah um and then this wasn't a launch title i i wonder if it was just delayed but they could not stop talking about watchdogs like in the most like corny of ways like going back everything they were like they were like do you know how secure your information is in watchdogs <laughs> everyone will control like it just was like so serious and i was like i never played this game so i don't know if that's like actually the vibe uh but y'all are being so serious about Watchdogs,
0: <laughs> Intense. So I know launch titles, some were exclusive, some were not. Were there any right. like PS4 exclusives that you really enjoy? And Vicky's not here, but I'm sure she'd say God of War. So we're just going right. to shout that out for Vicky.
1: Yeah. Well, my problem is I <laughs> just like haven't played most of like the biggest ones like god of war like horizon um but doesn't matter because to me the ultimate exclusive which i guess is technically not an exclusive anymore but the ultimate exclusive ps4 game is spider-man
0: oh yeah
1: (laughs) that's just number one for me it's so good uh incredible and we'll continue to probably replay it forever (laughs) <laughs> hell yeah what about you though i have a feeling actually i don't have a feeling i know for sure you've played more of the sort of like uh like big name ps4 exclusive games
0: yeah i've done the i've done the horizon uh zero done um final fantasy 7 remake is one mm-hmm. that i really enjoy and it's interesting too i mean they're they're exclusives but they usually then end up coming out on pc yeah. later
1: yeah. so yeah I think it still counts. I think it still okay. counts. Okay,
0: I'm counting it cuz otherwise we wouldn't have I'm anything to talk about. Yeah. Right, yeah. the only
1: things that wouldn't count would be like God of War cuz I feel isn't even isn't Horizon even on PC at this point.
0: Yeah, I think God of War actually came to PC too. Jesus.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah. well. There are yeah. no exclusives anymore. It's not a thing except for yeah. Nintendo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um I played the like Ratchet and Clank game, which was really fun, just like a yes. solid, just like you can expect just a good game from the Ratchet and Clank series. I, I have played
1: that series.
0: Yeah, it's just so good. I haven't played the newest one, but I'm going to at some point. Yeah. I also, I mean, shout out to Last of Us too, uh, which mm-hmm. I know you played a little bit of. And what I surprised you haven't mentioned? Did you play the un- the Uncharted? Yeah, One. Uncharted
1: 4 was a PS4 exclusive, and I don't think any of the Uncharted games ever made their way to PC. I don't, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, um, that feels like a true exclusive.
1: Feels like a, yeah, I feel like I'm telling the truth, um, but yeah, I, I like Uncharted 4 too. I mean, that that's, the, Uncharted is like, Uncharted and Ratchet and Clank are just among my favorite video game franchises. They're so good. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: They're so good. Did you play 4?
0: i don't think i did i've played like random uncharted games i don't i've played ones out of order but i feel like i would play it i just don't think i have
1: i don't know if i realized that you like i know vicky and i were both playing them um and like anticipating the releases i don't know that i realized you were not (laughs) with us necessarily on that like eagerly anticipating each one yeah
0: i mostly just (laughs) played them for camaraderie
1: (laughs) fair enough yeah (laughs) but those are yeah those are those are super good i like those hell yeah
0: well did you have like any other like favorite ps4 games or hidden gems that i mean i feel like they don't have to be exclusive, but things that you've played on the PlayStation Four that you've really enjoyed, and ones that you've played that maybe people don't talk much about.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know if I don't know if I have hidden gems necessarily, but um, I'm glad you mentioned the like maybe not necessarily console exclusive, but um, one thing that I really appreciated about this generation, and we touched on it a little bit, so I, I know this applies to Xbox One as well, um, but this the social aspect of gaming, like for me just blew up with this generation because it was so easy. And I just like, yeah, I, even though, even though we talk about video games on this podcast, like I, I, I'm not like a deep hardcore gamer or anything. So if it's not easy, I'm probably not going to do it. So Mm -hmm. I didn't really play online games with PS3, but on my PS4, I do it all the time. Like it's, it's, it was like the way that I was able to keep in touch with people during the pandemic. And I still do it. And like, I've made friends that way, you know, or like solidified friendships that way. People, maybe I talked to online and then was like, Oh, you like this game? Like let's play. And then like solidified that friendship. So like, Fortnite is not necessarily it, – it's not at all a PS4 exclusive, but I play that all the time. Hell um yeah. Like, Rocket League is a game that I will, like, hang out with people and play over. The Far Cry series, I love playing those games with people because, like, you can choose how into the game you want to be at any given point. So, like, you could just, like, wander around and do shit together, or you can actually, like, play the game, and it's fun either way. So, like, the social aspect is one of the things that, for me – having a ps4 and not necessarily an xbox i'm always going to associate with ps4 as being like my advent of that yeah um so that's a big piece of it and then the other thing that isn't necessarily console exclusive but used to be um and just sort of re-emerged uh with this generation there are so many good like lovely nostalgic remakes from the ground up Mm-hmm. Uh this generation of things that used to be PlayStation exclusives. So to me it still feels like PlayStation stuff. So the original Crash trilogy being rebuilt and remastered, Crash Team Racing being remastered, the Spyro trilogy being remastered, Final Fantasy 7 remake, like mm-hmm. it just oh it just feels like such good nostalgic PlayStation vibes even if technically all of those are on like every console at this point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a a true statement and a good point, because uh, they are like at even though they might be on other systems now, they're they're PlayStation babies. So
1: and everyone knows it. Yeah, <laughs> that Crash Trilogy, that Spyro Trilogy, that's all PlayStation DNA, you know? Yeah. And it feels so good to play them. I love them. And it was so funny. I will never get over people forgetting how hard Crash Bandicoot is (laughs) it just it will forever entertain it's probably the thing that I'm gonna be like the most like condescending about for the rest of my life is just being like y'all forgot these games weren't easy like I don't know why you all forgot (laughs) And then me sitting over there being like, I'm not mad because I remembered. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was going to be like this. I knew it was going to suck. And I was ready for it.
0: <laughs> I wanted it to.
1: <laughs> I've never felt more like a gamer than when I was not complaining about how difficult Crash Bandicoot was. And everyone else was like, oh, my God, it's harder than Dark Souls. <laughs> like, Shut up. <laughs>
0: back in my day this was all video games were (laughs) we just took
1: it (laughs) and got better (laughs) or got Uh, our older siblings (laughs) yeah tap in (laughs) what Uh. about you though do you have uh do you have any other favorite playstation 4 games or hidden gems i'm curious i feel like you're you're good at finding hidden gems
0: yeah so The Witcher 3 is one of my PlayStation (laughs) 4 favorites. I've played it multiple times and wouldn't be surprised if I played it again. Uh, It's just so fucking good. Even though originally it was the Witcher 2 is, I think, only available on like PC and Xbox, Mm -hmm. Um, but they thankfully let everybody play um, with the Witcher 3. Now it's even on the Nintendo Switch.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I really enjoyed the reboot. You were talking about reboots of the Tomb Raider series, where they oh,
1: that's right, queer coded Laura Croft. (laughs) I played probably most of the first one. That was really good.
0: Yeah, they're really good, and they made a couple of them, um, Mm -hmm. which I enjoyed. I I feel like some of them might have come out maybe on the PlayStation Three. Maybe one came out on the PlayStation Three, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. I can't remember, but definitely some came out. On the PS4, and I really, really loved those. And same with Dragon Age, I love my big Bioware stuff. Uh, so, oh yeah, a little Dragon Age action. And then for hidden gems, uh, there is one game that like instantly came to mind when thinking about hidden gems. So I think there are some others, but the one that instantly came to mind is called Pyre. Oh,
1: so, P
0: Y R E. It Kay. is a game by Supergiant Games, the creator of Hades and Bastion mm-hmm. and Transistor. And it has like the fucking best one of the best soundtracks, I think. It is like so good. It's got a fun <laughs> story, uh it's got like decision-making stuff, but it also has like a A sports game that is like (laughs) kind of like basketball but instead of dunking into a hoop you are like trying to put out the other team's pyre their fire okay uh, and you get points so you're like passing around this thing that i can't quite remember of and then you're like trying to shoot or dunk into the other team's pyre uh, to like build up points. And when you hit a certain amount of points, you win. Uh, And then the game is kind of like the whole point of it is to escape from this. I forget what it's called, but this world that sucks and to like get into, (laughs) it's kind of like an exile land or like the rejects, right? Like you did something to get down here. And when you Mm -hmm. compete in this, game if you you know win enough you can send your teammates or yourself out into this like better world yeah um so it was very it was very fun i like i don't like sports games a whole lot but i liked mm-hmm. this sports game <laughs> if you can call it that i don't know i'm probably doing a poor job ex- of explaining it but it was very no, fun. It sounds cool yeah and the art style is fucking badass um very much like the like hades kind of art style Yeah. um but not everyone is hot though there are some hotties on there still
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to check this one out i mean you mentioned hades hades is what i played ps4 on or oh yeah i no ps4 is what i played hades on that's how that sentence goes um and got very obsessed with it through ps4 um also I remember I forgot about No Man's Sky which I didn't even oh, play that shit. much of but like th- I mean that was a game that I was like losing sleep over like legitimately was just like oh no I didn't sleep because I was yeah. playing No Man's Sky all night so it's like I guess I played more on my PS4 or like like fell into games more on my PS4 than I even thought but what's yeah. wild is like it's I mean I eventually plan on getting a PS5 because uh, Spider-Man will only be on that Spider-Man 2 yep. um But, like, there's still so, so, so much on PS4 that I, like, haven't played. I own some of it and I still haven't played it because I'm just like, there's so much stuff. Yeah. Um, And, like, even now, just with, like, Pyre, now I'm like, damn, that sounds good, too. So. Yeah. um, And
0: Pyre was one that wasn't available kind of widely. I think it might be a PC and PlayStation 4 Mm. thing. So it's not as easy to access. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The other Dang. kind of hidden gem I was thinking about is one that's available across a lot of different uh, systems and it's called Moonlighter. Have you heard of Moonlighter?
1: Oh, I have it on Switch, but I haven't played it yet. I think Ooh. I got it on sale because I knew I was going to like it. Hell yeah. Um, and was like, oh, now's my chance. Yeah. But I just haven't started.
0: Yeah, you should totally play it at some point. Um add it to your list of things to do. Look, you said you were not like a hardcore gamer. You are absolutely because you have many games <laughs> that are my on backlog, your backlog is
1: longer than I will live for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the sign of a true gamer.
1: Oh no. Um, we're just
0: lowercase g gamers, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I can accept that. As long yeah. as it's lowercase, I'm okay.
0: Yeah. Uh but Moonlighter is a game where you play as a shopkeeper um in, in a town of adventurers. Mm-hmm. And in order to supply your shop, you kind of trek into the various dungeons in your town's backyard. To fight monsters, collect their parts, and then sell them in your shop and or, you know, upgrade your stuff. But the combat is really fun. The, like, art style is really cute. And it's, like, very fun to set up shop and pick prices and, ooh, what's hot this week uh, type of thing. So yeah. uh, it's got, like, a good cycle in it that is, to me, w- was soothing. Even though there was fighting it, even though I died a decent amount, like, I still had a lot of fun um and like you know hit a flow state uh, while playing yeah. it
1: oh i am extremely confident it will be my jam it's just <laughs> a matter of like at what point do i want to start playing it and forget that all other games exist right. for like fair. at least 300 hours you know what fair, i mean fair. like <laughs> that's how confident i am and it scares me a little bit but i definitely want to play it
0: yeah well I mean, any other PlayStation Four things that you are uh, wanting to share or shout out?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, not a ton. I think this was on PS3 too, as or PS3 as well. Um, the free PlayStation Plus games, um, but I do feel like oh yeah ps4 they ended up like really a lot of the games i play are like just from that Um, and it's not just because like i don't buy games i also buy games it's just that they really drop like good shit um and then the the new structure even though i don't necessarily love it um like i can play like so much stuff <laughs> yeah. Like, with the way that PlayStation plus is currently structured to sort of mimic what Xbox I think was already doing. Right. Um, yeah. they sort of like caught up on that front. Um, and, uh, gotta say I'm a fan. So yeah, I really feel like PlayStation four is like it. I think PlayStation two was this for me a long time which it was sort of like oh this is my favorite console because of how i played it and who i played it with not just the games but like the full experience i feel like playstation 4 is sort of that new one for me
0: yeah i mean i playstation 4 i mean i've like i've always liked playstation stuff always had a playstation mm-hmm. consoles uh and maybe this will happen with literally every playstation console. so in 10 years when we're talking about the ps5 like uh, this is like a pivotal gaming
1: system for me i mean i don't know i i don't think i'm saying that about ps3 even though i like it yeah i feel like uh, ps2 feels special and ps4 feels special yeah Uh, no knocks against ps3 but you know maybe it's just the the even numbers or something
0: yeah. I mean, I do love me a good PS1. Uh yeah. where I got my start, no but yeah. 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 <laughs> Thanks PlayStation.
1: <laughs> Thanks PlayStation. This is it's it's so funny cuz this is like so sincere, but it almost sounds like it's not cuz it's like because it's so sincere. It's like, yeah. "No, we just really like it. We genuinely. just genuinely really like it."
0: <laughs> yeah. Genuine. I've put so many hours uh oh my on God. my yeah. PlayStation.
1: Yeah. 4 me too my ps4 yeah uh yeah thank you playstation thank Mm -hmm. you playstation and hey thanks everyone for listening if you have any ps4 games or memories especially that you want to shout out and share uh, let us know through email at novelgamingpodcast at gmail.com or reach out on twitter at novelgamingpod and of course let us know if we can share those stories because i'm sure people would like to hear them if they are as sincerely in love with their playstation 4s as we are (laughs) (laughs) and of course if you like what we do If you're sincerely in love with us, please rate, review, and subscribe to Novel Gaming wherever you listen to podcasts. We would be super grateful for that. And of course, we will be back in a couple weeks with a new book club episode. See you then. Bye. Bye.
0: Welcome back to Novel Gaming, a pod pa- a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. All right. <clears throat>